Welcome to episode 77 of the Whatnots Review Show, where every week we pick a story and we talk about it. This could be a movie, TV show, anime, manga, comic book, audio show, all kinds of entertainment. We watch it, read it, listen to it, and then we come back here and we discuss it. My name is Melissa Wilkinson, and I am joined, as always, by Kyle Springer. One, two, three. (laughs) I am the Count today (laughs) (laughs) this is your chosen vampire identity yeah i did i did show up in costume today as i am wont to do for our october month episodes i I did not i am just in a hoodie and t-shirt so (laughs) putting me to shame melissa i'll step your game up one of these weekends Kyle, how have you been what's your week been like my week has been good it was a lot easier than expected i thought it was going to be v- oh yeah very difficult good. work week but thankfully it was not that bad uh i was up late last night so i was thinking i was going to be super tired this morning but actually i'm feeling good 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 good, good. and i already had my smoothie oh <laughs> <laughs> you were you were filled with your lifeblood now yes. and i had my coffee already so we're both good good <laughs> Folks, this week we are here to kick off October. This will be our first episode for October, the month of spooks. And we're starting with one of the granddaddy of all spooks. We watched Francis Ford Coppola's Bram Stoker's Dracula. Yeah. Ah. I'm excited because I haven't seen this. Me either. Vampires are my favorite of all the classic monsters, but I also had never completely ingested one version of Dracula start to finish. Like I started reading the book when I was like 12. Okay. And I think I was like a little too young to get invested in it. I thought it was kind of boring. Sure. And this movie had been on my list for years. I'd seen chunks of it, but yeah, I've now ingested one whole Dracula. Now I do in some kind of like a monster movie marathon that goes Mm -hmm. on on sci-fi network or whatever. I think I've seen uh, one of the Dracula films that Bella Lugosi, Mm -hmm. but I don't remember it. I don't know if I was paying attention because that also could have been something that was just like this is really slow, really boring. (laughs) But Mm -hmm. who knows? is a horror icon, though. I almost put some stuff of his on my pitches for next week. Ooh. I decided against it, but it yeah, got it up there. Got to spread it around. Can't have too many vampires at once. It right. becomes a real problem. <laughs> well, let's see. So, what are we... Uh, do, do, do we want to do synopsis stuff first do we yeah general thoughts first let's do a basic synopsis because i feel like everybody knows who dracula is but maybe not necessarily what the dracula story entails so jonathan harker is a barrister in london and he is sent to transylvania to count dracula who is his new client He's a young, up-and-coming lawyer. If he gets this big client, he can secure his future. He'll have enough money to marry his love, Mina, who's left back in London. They're writing letters to each other. So he goes to Transylvania, and initially he's like, 
okay, uh, this place is weird, but it's all right. You know, hello, Mr. Dracula. I'm Jonathan. I'm here to help you. And then he's like, oh, no, this is uh, a nest of monsters. And Dracula (laughs) traps him there. And then he goes back to London. And he believes that Mina is the reincarnation of his long lost love from centuries ago. So he's trying to court her. And also he has taken control of Mina's best friend, Lucy. Yeah. He's and kind of slowly infecting other people. Yeah. Yeah. He wants to take over London. That's what Jonathan was there in Transylvania to do originally was to help Dracula buy up these properties in London. Wait till he meets that American werewolf. <laughs> Finally, the team up we've always dreamed of. (laughs) Yeah, and then Lucy's got a circle of suitors who are trying to watch out for her, and they realize something's weird. So one of them calls Dr. Abraham Van Helsing. Mm -hmm. And it's they figure out what's going on, and they are there to stop the vampire infestation of Lucy and Mina. There you go. Yeah, that's... But that's good. I don't think I have anything else to add except this is a pretty star-studded cast. It is. Yeah. Uh, Gary Oldman plays Dracula, and of course he does his thing where he just completely loses himself himself within the role, and it's fantastic. <laughs> uh, and Keanu Reeves is in the film with Nona Ryder. Yeah. Uh, Anthony Hopkins is Van Helsing. Gary Elwes is in this. I didn't know that. Tom Waits. Tom Waits. Yeah. <laughs> I'm watching Rinfield. I'm like, who's this gravelly voiced weirdo? And then I look I, it up and I'm like, oh, it's the gravelly voiced weirdo. It's yeah, Tom so I, Waits. I'm not super familiar with t- 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 Tom Waits' music. I'm sure my parents had him on at some point in the... Yeah house you know and so it, it it was one of those things like i feel like i'd seen him before i know him yeah. from something i just didn't know what and then i i looked it up i was like oh tom waits that guy oh <laughs> <laughs> well, it was good i had fun watching this this i'm not sure where you watched it this was available to stream for free on sony crackle that's where i watched it too yeah yeah i was just like where can i stream this where can i find it and it was like it was free here so i hit the link and it just started i was like oh i don't even have to sign up yeah neat very convenient i think it's also on pluto okay that would make sense. They they have mm-hmm. some some good stuff from time to time. Mm-hmm. But yeah, so that's that's where I watched it. So if you guys out there also want to watch along at home, you can do that. Uh, just search for Bram Stoker's Dracula, Sony Crackle. Mm-hmm. I think that's the first time. Anyone has used Sony Crackle, if 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 you ask me. <laughs> it is appropriate that this Halloween movie is on a streaming platform named after a candy bar. Yeah. <laughs> I, now that you mention that, though, I wonder where they got that name. 
yeah, I don't know. Because if they're wanting it to be like a movie experience, I'm wondering if that's what they did. They're like, oh, we'll name it after a candy bar. What's your favorite candy bar? And some, Crackle, the some... candy bar you can't get in bigger than a fun size. <laughs> Some Sony exec is like, it's like, give me all and- the crackle. <laughs> make a big one myself. <laughs> yeah. Maybe it's like the um the pop and crackle of old film stock. Could be. Yeah. Because I I've never used this service before, so I don't know what's really on mm-hmm. there. It looked like they had commercials for some original series that I I think I saw somehow was pr- produced by Fifty Cent. So. <laughs> Oh, good for him. Yeah. Keeping busy. <laughs> oh, who knows? Uh, but yeah, I I liked this. I I thought this was um, it 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 was a a good mixed bag of things. I yeah, it had some interesting drama. Uh, there was some good spooky stuff, some good scary stuff. It was very cheesy and over the top at times. It's, yeah, it's. I don't know if I would necessarily say cheesy because it's very, very well directed. It's, it's just very bold. There's nothing yes. subtle about it. It goes for everything. Yeah. The first time Jonathan Harker meets Dracula, he is literally wearing a bright red cloak. I'm like, Jonathan, there is a red flag, a living red, undead red flag right in front of you. And you can't figure out yet something's wrong. Yeah, I, I think I meant cheesy more in the like, it seems more like a stage play where they're kind of overacting not not cheesy as in like like your typical modern day horror mm -hmm. film where college kids go out into into the woods and stuff like it's it's not that type of of cheesy but yeah it has this like larger than life feeling yes show it so it's very baroque there's a lot of stuff on screen at all times so and lots of detail Mm -hmm. i would recommend it especially if you don't know much about dracula yeah yeah or again like i said like everybody knows dracula the man but i don't know if everybody necessarily knows dracula the origin story or like they know the various ingredients but they don't know how it gets put together like how does van helsing get in there wait which guy you know which lady is jonathan harker going to marry like if you want to like watch it and get all straight like aha dracula bram stoker's dracula yeah francis ford coppola made it possible for us yeah Cool. Well, let's get into a little bit of housekeeping, Mm -hmm. uh, and then we will get into spoiler territory, and we'll start digging into the film some. Mm -hmm. Uh, So let's see. Last week, here on the review show, we covered Stumptown, volumes Mm -hmm. one and two, uh, which is a crime comic by Greg Rucka and Matthew Southworth, Uh, and there is a TV show adaption that just started. Uh, yeah, it premiered this past week on a- a- ABC. Uh, it's it's starring Colby Smulders, uh, and you guys can check it out. I I liked the comic. I th- I thought it was a good little crime story. If you guys mm-hmm. are interested in that, and apparently the first 
episode of the TV show is pretty good too. You got to watch that. This yeah, yeah. I think the comic is uh, on Comicsology Unlimited, and then mm-hmm. the show is free on Hulu. If you have both those services, go read Volume One. Go watch Episode One. Yeah. Uh, and then we just recorded an episode of the Captain's Log a couple days ago. Uh, we talked about all sorts of stuff. We t- talked about presidential pets, and believe it or not, there was an alligator that used to live in the East Wing. And several raccoons and opossums. Yeah, that uh, crazy stuff. Um, as well as, it was Google's birthday, and Spider-Man it- is back in the MCU, so hooray for all of the, that stuff. Go go check it out, thewhatnots.com. We have all sorts of podcasts you can find there, uh, or wherever else you get your podcasts. Uh, and if you like what we do, patreon.com slash the whatnots is where you can support us. You guys can get episodes early. You can get exclusive content. Uh, we just did an exclusive episode of the Captain's Log uh, where we found out what Sailor Moon Scouts we were. So go mm-hmm. ch- go check that out. But enough housekeeping mm-hmm. for now. Let's get on to spoilers. Yeah. Where do you want to start with this? You 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 mentioned your favorite of the classic monsters are vampires or mm-hmm. the vampire Dracula. Yeah. Uh, what what about them makes them your favorite? They're the most romantic and stylish. Okay. I yeah. <laughs> I can see that with those like matrix looking bright glasses that uh you had on yeah just all the frills and lace that i like about it yeah yeah shirts from seinfeld i like the i like the mythology just all the different weird powers a vampire has like yes they you know, suck blood to live. They can't go out in the sun or they can go out in the sun, but they're very, very weak. They're not at their strongest. Mm-hmm. Like the classic stuff that's all over the place. But what am, this movie has one of my favorite things from original original vampire mythos that a lot of adaptations drop, which is that vampires can turn into mist. Yeah. That's I, my favorite. Just a, a bunch of floating mist that turns into a handsome man. <laughs> I feel like they took that power and the ability to like control all of these creatures right they they said he could control dogs and mice yeah they can control wolves they can turn into bats they have super speed super strength yeah and so i i I feel like they 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 mixed that and it's like instead of mist what if he just turns into bats like a bunch of bats yeah, you can turn into like anything. This this Dracula takes many forms. Old Gary Oldman, yeah. young Gary Youngman, <laughs> bats, wolf, neon green mist. Right. <laughs> um, I, I I think the thing that I was surprised to see is yeah, not only the many forms he took, mm-hmm. like he almost never looked the same in any scene yeah. um and 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 then this this whole 
idea that he had to like sleep within the ground of his homeland. Yeah, I didn't yes. really understand that exactly. Oh yeah, no, that's classic vampire mythos. I keep saying, I've oh, that's never heard classic. That one. Like they included all of this stuff from canon. It is canon. Like this comes from Bram Stoker. So this is why it's in the movie. Yeah. yeah, yeah. A vampire sleeps not only in a coffin, but they line the coffin with the dirt of their homeland, especially with the travel. That. That helps keep them safe. Yep. Interesting. Uh, I think that another thing that I knew, I, I, I just didn't think much of was like the religious connections and how this yeah. is almost just a cautionary tale of like, hey, don't disobey God or you <laughs> turn into a blood sucking demon. Yeah. Some, uh, some of vampire mythos goes for the, it's a, it's a demonic thing. It's a curse. It is a a, yeah. a cosmic, mythical, holy punishment against you. I, I knew they didn't like crosses and like yeah. holy water and stuff, and stuff like that, which is a religious mm. thing, right? So I, yeah. I like, I knew it. I just didn't like, when I think of Dracula or a vampire, I like... I guess I have a more cartoony v- version in in my mm-hmm. head, and yeah, it's not. It doesn't really dive into the religious aspects of it. So mm-hmm. that was interesting so, for me to see. Yeah, some of them do, some of them don't. In some adaptations of vampire <laughs> mythology, it's any symbol, mm-hmm. any symbol that somebody really, really believes in. Okay. For example, if you are a Jewish vampire hunter, you could flash a star of David at them. And because that's what you believe in, regardless of the culture the vampire comes from, that weakens them. Interesting. There sometimes it might not do anything at all. That's what I that's also what I really like about vampires, that there's so much in the mythology that you can pick and choose what you want and you can adapt things mm-hmm. and twist things or say like, well, yeah, that's how Dracula worked, but Dracula's just one vampire. You know, all vampires are different. Not all of us, you know, are allergic to garlic. That was just him. Right. <laughs> I like that Dracula is like a character in most other vampire novels is like, you know, that guy from centuries ago, like he's just a person you, you know, like he exists in their history. Like we have, teddy roosevelt or somebody yeah yeah (laughs) good old teddy (laughs) classic vampire teddy roosevelt (laughs) (laughs) right you know whatever vampires abraham lincoln hunted yeah sure (laughs) um so i i i kind of want to start with i i i guess yeah the the what what is he doing in london that's what i don't know because they they send keanu reeves's character out to him and then they're like hey he's buying up land in london we don't know what he's up to but he's up to something and then they kind of drop it afterwards i think it might have been like i need new feeding grounds okay like, London's so was... packed with people. And where he is now, I guess he has to, like, you know, turn into a bat and fly out into the countryside at night or, like, have his servants bring Seems him so somebody. <laughs> oh, London's the place to be. London's center of the world. You know, Dracula is a classy yeah, gentleman among all of this. He's probably like, well, I'd also like to go to the theater. Especially back then, <laughs> yeah. 
Um, cause I, like, I was thinking when I saw that, I thought that was going to be a much bigger point in the plot. Yeah. Of, like why he is specifically targeting London, why he's buying these houses in these specific spots. Um, it, it se- seemed like it was going to be a mystery that Keanu Reeves had to solve. And I was mm-hmm. like, yes, I am in, I like <laughs> this. And then they never mentioned it again. <laughs> yeah. Um, it, it, have have you read Alan Moore's f- f- From Hell? No, but it's about like Jack the Ripper, right? Mm, I think I have a vague idea Ripper. of what it is. Have you seen the first uh, Robert Downey Jr. Uh, Sherlock Holmes? Film? Yes, that I do know. It oddly has a similar plot. Mm. Um, and I I thought they were going to kind of do something with that where these houses are like strategic points yes. on a map that end up making like a some k- k- kind they of make symbol. A pentagram, right? like they're outback yeah. steakhouses. Yeah, ex- ex- exactly. Like the, it ends up making some like summoning circle so that he can be transported there. And that's how yeah. he'll like s- somehow maybe he's stuck in his castle or something and he needs to do this stuff to com- com- complete some mm-hmm. summoning circle so he can unleash uh, his blood sucking ways on london and stuff like that and it's up to keanu reeves uh and the rest of the crew in the matrix to stop him so so i want to talk about jonathan harker for a second because whatever the male equivalent of damsel is that's (laughs) him He's a dude in distress for most Keanu of the Keanu in distress. <laughs> exactly. Like, he just sort of shows up, tries his best once he figures out this is a bad situation, just is really overwhelmed, is kind of trapped there, eventually gets out. Like, he, does, he doesn't do very much, Mm-mm. which I mean, is he, okay. He I like that he's to not... escape on his own. Yeah, he rolls down not... that roof. Right, yeah, because it, it it's not uh, like heroic. I'm gonna save the day yeah. and destroy. It's just like, oh god, I'm so weak. I need to like roll off the the, he's the trying roof to live. <laughs> yeah, he's not the hero. He's not even exactly the protagonist because uh-huh. the narrative really switches focus away from him pretty early. He's really just sort of the setup to everything. He, he's a mode of transportation. Yes. He's 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 what t- takes you as the viewer from L- L- London out to Dracula's castle and then back, mm. right? Um, but yeah, he's he like I I think he had a good character despite that, like yeah. despite him not being much of a protagonist or stuff like that like i thought he was um i like i i feel like he's he's a character that ends up being just caught in the middle of all of this stuff and i think in horror films that's oftentimes what happens is like or or is is a scary thing of of, Mm -hmm. of just like i don't know what i stumbled into yeah what the hell is happening yeah, yeah, which is, you're right. Horror films often do not happen to people that are equipped to deal with them. Mm-hmm, like, right. Die Hard happens to John McClane, who is equipped to deal with a Die Hard. That's how, like, an action <laughs> movie works. 
Yeah, that that one I think you could argue both ways too, right? Because he's just an an ordinary c- 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 cop. Like he's not necessarily but he's not just equipped like to take a... on terrorists. Yeah, but stuff. he's he's more equipped than like a CPA or something like that. Sure. Steve yeah, and in, like in in in, horror ac- movie... in accounting. Yeah, horror <laughs> movies always have they. They don't happen to somebody like a John McClane, for instance. They happen to somebody who truly is absolutely lost. I'm just a person. I'm just a teen at a summer camp. I'm just a dad who moved into a haunted house. I have no tools to deal with this. I just have to figure out how to live and keep my immediate loved ones also safe. Yeah. So I I liked that about his character that like – Things were happening around him. He's experiencing it. He's not sure what to do with it. He's mm-hmm. not sure how to explain it. Uh, yeah. And yeah, when things like there's that weird scene where Anthony Hopkins is like, I'm going to ask you a really awkward question uh, <laughs> right in in front of your wife when you were having sex with these three va- like demonic vampire women nonstop for a month uh did did you happen to eat any of their blood he's like, <laughs> it's like no how, how kinky did it get <laughs> even when Nona Ryder like smiles at him like honey i'm proud of you <laughs> right you had sex with vampires and you didn't drink their blood? Oh, oh, such a man. I, I picked a winner. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I And Keanu Reeves has gotten a lot of flack for his just very weak attempt at a British accent. And I don't think Winona Ryder's is regarded super well either. But yeah. both of them are aesthetically perfect for this movie. Sure. They can't yeah. do the accents very convincingly, but they both look like they belong here. I still think it's really good casting. Sure. And I think it it helps though despite their 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 accents maybe not being the best, which is typically what happens when an American tries to do an a- accent, but I think having that Texan character who's just the the cartoonish example of a southern accent like <laughs> just just helps to be like all right, well, at least they have an accent yeah, that's like, yeah, like they're trying. Every, yeah, everybody is trying something. <laughs> and then there's Gary Oldman, who's just knocking it out of the park because he's mm-hmm. just so his own thing. Yeah, he is otherworldly in this role, especially to play so many different variants of it. Yeah. Yeah, did 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 you have a favorite Gary Oldman <laughs> in, 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 in this film? Ooh, um, I don't know. I was, I'll tell you this about Dracula. Uh I was expecting him to be sexier. Okay. I was expecting him to be like a universal flirt, kind of. And he's really got his eyes set just on Mina. And, like, he does whatever he does with Lucy, too, but it seems mostly strategic and less like, yes, I desire that woman. Yeah. Like, he really just wants Mina. He has this one singular focus, and he's not, like, like, I think those other vampire women are called Dracula's brides, but it doesn't seem like he's going out there and boning around with them in the room full of sheets. It almost seemed like he didn't like them. (laughs) Like, uh, like he made them decades ago and is bored with them now. Right. 
uh yeah like he he didn't really like it, it seemed like he didn't really like them or at least confined them like they, they were more concubines than like yeah wives um mm. and yeah and then there was the weird baby scene and then lucy i think they refer to her as nosferatu at one point mm. which i i don't i don't know how that connects because i i know there is a like nosferatu film like that's one of the early vampire yeah films. maybe I don't... just another term for a vampire another type of a vampire i don't yeah. know exactly um but yeah like losi seemed more like a like a a, a step in dracula's yes. plan like oh like that's the woman who's kind of flirting with all the men i can seduce her use her to get to mina because they're also really good friends yes. that will draw her out so here we go i'm gonna be a werewolf for a bit and have sex with her on a gravestone or something <laughs> out in the yeah. just like <laughs> yeah just out in the garden in the moonlight yeah. <laughs> um which yeah like it's there there are some typical horror scenes right yeah. there there are some um scary things but yeah then then there's just like the odd scene that's it's just really gruesome in 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 a erotic way right it's like mm -hmm. oh that is a werewolf just nailing her yeah <laughs> uh, and she seems into it <laughs> But yeah, it, it like that, and I think the like Keanu Reeves like soft core vampire p porn mm -hmm. thing, it, like th that, it, like it's a very erotic scene, but it's it's also like it's very gruesome, and it seems like he got his dick bit off at one point, like, and then they just didn't mention it again. Well, not so. off. I'm sure it's just punctured. It's still there. He has a piercing now. <laughs> <laughs> this is also what I've always liked about vampires. Because they can be so cheesy. Like, you've got the Count. You've got Count Chocula. <laughs> yes. You have, like... One, two, three... <laughs> Like, you have all these goofy, silly, like, cartoon vampires, and then you've got the full-on erotic vampires. Yeah. Like, it's and, a vampire and, and whole, that... like, I'm gonna cut open my t titty, so Mina, drink up. And yeah. she's just, like, sitting there sucking on his nipple. Like, what? Yes, what? yes. What? A this vampire is... is a monster that grows up with you. <laughs> like at every age of your life, there's a different vampire there for you. You have there's cereal just one when you're a child. When 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 you have a child, you you have Sesame Street. The you have yeah. <laughs> you have some Scooby Doo something. I'm sure he's been in there, right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> he's a monster that grows up with you. <laughs> <laughs> right. Like, I knew as a kid watching cartoons, like, these are good. And, like, I could tell vampires are also sexy. So when I'm old enough to want sexy things, they'll be Dracula a vampire there for you. Oh, yeah. These are good. Hold that, yeah. that one. 
This is my favorite genre of literature is really cheesy, erotic vampire romance novels. This yes. is sincere. Like, cause I don't have to think about them. They are so simple. They just have these really goofy plots where it's like, Oh my God. Oh, I am coming into town for my cousin's wedding. The mm-hmm. hotel is all booked up. I have to stay at her husband's brother's place. There's something mysterious about him. I never see him eat. He doesn't like to go out in the sunlight. Oh, he's a vampire. Well, that actually doesn't stop us from needing to put all of these wedding plans into action. Like, we're still the maid of honor and the best man. We still have to, like, call the florist and taste test food and things like that. <laughs> yeah. Like, it's this is what I like to read. There's It's got the mythos in there. None of the horror it's erotic but just in a very like soft pleasant way and there's also like maybe a very minor mystery and just like wacky side characters that's amazing this is what i like uh i wanted to talk about the scenery a bit i mentioned it's very baroque yeah i think that is the the word that i came up with when i was watching it there's there's just a lot on screen all the time and yes. i there's something about it that just just by having it feel so cramped or so packed or just have so much detail it it feels almost claustrophobic mm-hmm. um which is something they they do in like the first half of the the f- <laughs> film with dracula's shadow like they yeah. they they make yeah. him a- a- able to manipulate his shadow and like act on what he actually wants to do uh, which they don't necessarily do in the second half of the film but it is this like you 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 see these victorian london settings with just there's just so much stuff on screen and it feels like you're being choked mm. and then you get to dracula's castle and there's not as much stuff on screen. It's very bland and gray and dark. But then you see his shadow, and he's wanting to choke Keanu Reeves. And then it switches back to Victorian England. There's just so much stuff, and you're just like, what is going on? <laughs> Especially in all the scenes with... um. I think Lucy's house in particular Mm -hmm. just shoved with stuff. There's that big elaborate garden and there's like all the tchotchkes in her house. And also everybody's costumes are just like, okay, I have a hat and the hat has three feathers and a frill and my collar has like a frill and and a bow. And like, like everybody's costumes are so elaborate. There's so many pleats. There's bustles that are like, you know, going out a foot and a half from your back. Like the 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 scene from Napoleon Dynamite. I like your sleeves. They're real big. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Everybody's dressed like that. <laughs> yeah, it's like I I I I liked that connection. Like it 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 felt like I was choking watching some of this scenery, but it looks fantastic. It looks beautiful, mm-hmm. despite it very obviously being mostly on sets. Like you can tell, like even when they do the like exterior of the castle and stuff like that, and you can tell it's like okay, they're just in a big room filled with green screen, mm-hmm. and they've like built this like rocky p- 
pathway for half of it. Yeah. Right. Uh, but it's still like there's something about movies, especially in the 90s. They're not the computer generated effects. Those mm-hmm. often looked like really bad. Right. But so- something about the green screen, especially now, like looking back, it, it's not as good quality video so it kind of blends in a little bit better and it look it has this really strange like ethereal look yeah especially in in this film with it being foggy and misty and there's lightning and and stuff like that and just you know what this it's yeah it's 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 good i liked it you know what this movie also has a lot of is matte paintings matte Uh paintings just like paintings that are the back around yeah, okay. yeah. There's that something may have been I think pre- part of it. Then there's like, something particularly like a painting. There's something particularly lavish to me about those. Yes, that's a good word. Like computer effects have become so commonplace. You don't. They might have been considered lavish at one time, but now it's you know it has no effect on you. A matte painting, just the concept that you had, just like a couple people painting a massive piece of canvas that's like two stories high and just like hundreds of yards long, just painting this thing. This yeah. one massive thing feels like so extravagant and detailed. Like there's a a real effect to a matte painting that I think it particularly is a good match for this film that is all of that, like, all that riches and, like, old world yeah, it's craftsmanship like the, detail. and Yeah, it's the brush strokes of an oil painting yeah. and stuff like that that fit really well with those, like, jam-packed, interior shots of like hey this is a bedroom and it there's just stuff everywhere Mm -hmm. it fits really nicely with that oddly enough i i i don't know off the top of my head very many movies that have done that except for star wars they did that a lot too there Mm. are some scenes where uh the the scenery is actually just a painting Yes, and stuff, and it like, so it's it it's it's neat how it can go from this like baroque, very rustic style that it seems if if ethereal and foggy and stuff like that to this hyper slick sci-fi outer space. Yeah, where like everything's too shiny, cold. Yeah, right. Yeah. Um. So it, it it's neat that that it can add. Such a variety of yeah stuff. yeah a matte painting gives you like a real warm feeling I think. I want to talk about Van Helsing and Anthony Hopkins. <laughs> yeah, he's fun. I like just he was how a great character. Just straight and blunt and to the point about everything is, and he's just like, yeah, yeah, I gotta cut off her head. Yeah, I gotta punch a stake through her chest. Like he's. Yeah. So you're saying something just flew in there, bitter, and then flew off? Yeah. Yeah? Why not? <laughs> like, he knows his stuff, and he, like, he, he doesn't really have any patience for anybody else not catching on to what he's right. doing. He's, he acts like everything he's doing is like, really normal. He's almost the comedic relief in, yes. in, yeah. in, in this, which is really 
honey, because there's the other doctor who's just like, I have no idea what is happening here in this thing. <laughs> and then he does the thing where he like disappears and then reappears somewhere else. So he also maybe has some strange powers oh, yeah. that I want to talk about in a sec here. But the doctor is 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 just like, see. Uh, he makes me look like a fool. I have no idea what I'm doing. <laughs> I did love those three suitors. Just the they're just kind of really trying their best. Like, and you know they are like the top class of gentlemen. It's like an aristocrat and this like range man, the rich and this doctor Texan who's yeah, yeah. Like they were all oil and stuff yeah, like that, right? Like they're all fine men, but. They're so out of their depth. None of them knows what to do. And I like that they are such a cohesive whole with each other. Like, they all like Mina, but when Mina picks Carrie Elways, like, the other two guys aren't bitter about it. Like, they're, just, they're, they're a set of three, yeah. no matter what circumstances they are going through. I don't even know if they were pre-existing friends, if they only knew each other through being Mina's suitors at her party, and they got to know each other that way, and then she still picks only one of them, and the other two are still around because they still like well, her. Mate. <laughs> they still care about her and they recognize something is weird and they're like, well, we shouldn't abandon her now just because, you know, we're not going to marry her. Like, she still needs help. Yeah. Carrie always still needs help. Yeah. <laughs> when he stepped onto the screen, like, you kind of see him at an angle and he's like, kind of in the background of one of the scenes. I look at him like, who is this dashing blonde man? And I look it up and I'm like, oh, it's Carrie Elway's. The dashing blonde man, the platonic ideal of, them, of such. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I, so yeah, I, I, I want to get back to Van Helsing. Yeah, because not only was he a, like a little bit of the comedic relief, they, I, I maybe I missed it. Did they really talk about how he also had a role at the start of the film? I think he was. Wasn't he the priest? At at the start of the film, he he was uh, he was the like when when uh, Dracula's wife died and he gets back oh. from the war. I think he plays like the main priest that oh. interacts with him. I think I could be wrong. No, I didn't look that up. That's interesting. But if that's true, which I, that's how I interpreted it um it like it uh to see him then a, a, like as van helsing down the road and then there is that scene where he does seemingly vanish and then reappear somewhere like it it almost implies to me that he has some like not only does he have knowledge of the supernatural mm -hmm. but he he may maybe even has some kind of power since he's been yeah. around that long or chasing if... Dracula or trying to figure out some way to kill him or, or fix him. Yeah, and if Dracula is cursed, there's got to be an opposite pendulum swing. Van Helsing could be blessed, truly wholly blessed. And yeah. so he's got this kind of unnatural yeah, power to him. Yeah, it says He's Anthony Hopkins was the priest, ah, as well as the principal narrator and Professor Abraham von Helsing. Mm -hmm. Um, 
Yeah, so like I, it I guess ultimately they're different characters, mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. I yeah, like I think that would fascinate me if if this priest is also somewhat immortal mm-hmm. and yeah. is like eternal, not not trying to kill Dracula per se but trying to heal him knowing his story of like you used to be a man of god i used yeah. to be a priest like i'm i'm going to fix you yeah or like <laughs> if he if dracula is the most evil point in the world van helsing is this protector yeah yeah he's this opposite point you know for every sith there's a jedi or something like that well there's a lot more Jedi, but y- yes, I know what you, you mean. Know, you know, light side, dark side, they balance each other out. Yeah. So. Yeah. I, I it, 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 to me, it like, he was one of the more interesting characters of the whole film. He's just, very fun to watch. Yeah. Just, uh, cause, cause, yeah, I mean, I, I guess I'm starting to sound like a broken record on 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 that, but he, he was good. I liked him a lot. <laughs> yeah, everybody's pretty fun to watch. I something I think is interesting is that Dracula believes Mina is the reincarnation of his bride who died centuries and centuries ago, mm-hmm. which is something you can't really prove. So the movie is ambiguous as to, is this actually the case? Is that why they have this connection that she does have the soul of this long dead woman in her? And that's why she responds to that woman's still living husband? Or is it he just believes this and he works his Dracula magic and charm on her and she just responds to it because... Mm -hmm of his regular Dracula magic and charm. Like, is there that kind of reincarnation romance through the centuries? Is that a legitimate pull or is he just, you know, kind of laying the magic down on her and it works just because he's that powerful in other vampire stuff that you've read outside of vampires. Is, is there any kind of, precedence for like reincarnation or this like or or as it more of this like romantic sense of like oh this it it, it, like it's the reincarnation of her soul right like in (laughs) in this thing Uh, a lot of the vampire books i've read do have a concept of like a life mate like somebody that is destined for you, but it okay. doesn't involve like so reincarnation or anything like that. Sense. Yeah, yeah. Okay. okay. And so th- this whole movie, when Dracula is like chasing after Mina, and you know Mina is like engaged to Jonathan, I'm like, am I supposed to be on Dracula's side about this? Am I supposed to think he's right? Mm-hmm. Like I, because that's the thing. It's like. Is she responding to you because you are correct? Because she is the reincarnation yeah. of your long lost love? That's or interesting. Are you absolutely deluded and your delusion is playing on her and now she's deluded too? And I don't know. That's an interesting thing to think about. I 
didn't think about that as I was watching the film. I just assumed that somehow it was this like, hey, this is the reincarnation of his long lost love and I'm not going to get any more explanation than, than that. She may not know it yet. Because, I mean, there, there there were these scenes where she seemed to be getting these flashbacks and was mm-hmm. able to describe things as if she was around in that time, which she probably wouldn't have known otherwise, yeah. right? So I, 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 I don't know. Because I went in expecting... Jonathan and Mina are the romance and Dracula is trying to break that up. And Dracula is the interloper. Dracula is the antagonist. Mm -hmm. And the movie really seems to be more on the side of Dracula and Mina. And Jonathan's just also around. (laughs) And then then there's Keanu Reeves, who's also a vampire in real life. So. (laughs) Perfect casting. Mm -hmm. It's, I... I think now was the right time to watch this movie, a movie that he's frequently maligned for. I'm glad I watched it during the height of his powers again, when we know he's bounced back after such things and the world still absolutely loves him and he he has found places for himself. Yeah. It's like, Like, oh, maybe you weren't so good in this one role, but it does not matter in the grand scheme of things. Yeah, it's... He's in the. I don't know if I would ever recommend this as a. This is a Keanu Reeves film. <laughs> if you are a oh, Keanu no. Reeves oh, fan, this is one you need to watch. Hey, it's Dad, like, I know you love the John Wick movies. May I also suggest to you Rom Stoker's Dracula? Right. <laughs> Where his hair turns gray and he rolls around on some sheets with three topless vampire women. It's the same. <laughs> It's funny. I loved, I loved that his like as the vampire's effect continued to wear on him, his hair turned gray and eventually turned completely white, and there was no other change. Yeah, <laughs> like there was no old age just... makeup on his face. He does not lose hair. It's like they just made the same wig in three different colors and kept swapping it out. <laughs> You've heard of Fifty Shades of Gray. <laughs> Let me tell you about three shades of Keanu. <laughs> yeah, that that was that was really funny. I don't think like I, I it must have been a moment when he was escaping that I picked up my phone to check what time it is cuz I looked up and yeah, his hair was gray and I was like, "Whoa, wait, what? What what happened?" Uh but I I just accepted it as like oh that's a thing that happens when you get like scared or really stressed out like your hair starts to turn gray so here's this normal dude getting 24 years old yeah just like stumbling upon this ancient evil not knowing what's happening having these three vampire women have sex with him basically non-stop and like Mm -hmm. drain him of his blood like that's horrifying Mm -hmm. to to, and yeah that would absolutely have some kind of physical toll on on him Mm -hmm. or something like that i 
I almost thought he was going to go the route of Tom Waits's character where he was yeah. going to somehow be driven insane. But in, no, he in the emotionally end, like, stays pretty similar. Yeah, he's <laughs> he's almost like emotionally just not there. Like that's almost just k- kind of Keanu Reeves' acting <laughs> style. Like, like he's not a character that really emotes mm-hmm. very well. He's usually very stone-faced, right? And it kind of works out in his favor in, yeah. in, in, in this film where he's just like, none of it's really affecting him except for the gray hair. Yes! And then he, he gets back and he's like, uh, no, I didn't drink their blood. Why do you ask? Like, just like com- 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 completely, just like that's a normal thing to get asked while you're at dinner, yeah. right? It's also like you were accosted by these three vampire women when you have this fiance back home. You're you're very devoted to. Like, what does that do to you emotionally and seemingly yeah. not much? Seemingly not much. Gee, what Nona Ryder sure picked a winner. <laughs> <laughs> Stable, stable husband. What a rock of a man. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, This is good. This is fun. This is a really fun movie to watch. Mm -hmm. Like, it's so laugh. It's a feast for the eyes. I love all the costumes. We talked a little bit about how elaborate, like, particularly all the female costumes are i love i love lucy's wedding dress with the queen elizabeth ruff that's like a massive like a hula hoop around her neck and it's the the doctor that walks in to see her at that time and he just looks so confused when he sees her just like especially for being such a such a a sexual woman to wear the most conservative covering dress possible. Right. I do really like when she is fully vampirized after that, though. And, like, she comes back from the dead and she's, like, writhing around and, like, still kind of trying to seduce these men. But she's wearing, like, the biggest, blousiest, blockiest, not sexy at all dress. Yeah, it's so she's funny. still trying to work it. It's so funny. Yeah. Dracula's armor at the beginning of the movie when he's still like a man and he's like fighting in the war how his armor is just it looks like just pure muscle like it's all painted matte red it's got it's striated he looks like Emperor Zed from Power Rangers yeah it's such a weird I don't know if that's historically based because it's weird weird looking armor and then character was hmm Vlad the Impaler. Yeah. He just looks... It looks like when I was a kid and I'd get a seashell and I'd paint it with nail polish. (laughs) It's got like that striated pattern of a seashell. And it's just red. That's the entirety of him. Why does his armor look like that? It doesn't look practical. It doesn't look like he could really deflect that many blows. Why is it all that red? It look like something a man of God would be wearing. Weird looking. (laughs) But who knows? But the, and then there's Renfield's outfit, which is he's got this, like, straight jacket on in the beginning. Oh, and everybody there at, you know, Carfax Abbey, which every time it did show up, I would say, show me the Carfax. Like, the pres- the um, the 
the patients it's there where all the people at dead to downton abbey get their cars <laughs> yeah. carfax abbey <laughs> like the patients are walking around with cages around their heads like it's really there's like a whole tim burton aesthetic to that setting and nowhere else because renfield ha- he starts out in the straight jacket and then he's in this thing where the sleeves are incredibly long and are like anchored to the ceiling and he's got like little holes where his hands pop out and he's just sort of like (laughs) flailing around the cell and this straight jacket well it's not a straight jacket anymore because it's like they unwrapped the sleeves made the sleeves like five feet longer and anchored the sleeves to the ceiling and he just sort of spins around in the middle of the room it's It's like dark it's was, dark gray and it has these weird stripes all over it. It looks like no costume of man. It, it looks like those things you put a baby in into yeah. and they can c- kind of bounce around. Exactly. And he's just sitting there just like bouncing around. <laughs> I, Renfield is another character that like beginning to movie to end of the movie is the same. Yeah. He, he almost had no point. But yeah, I like I loved his character. But he does more. It is like a true like servant, a true point man that carrying out it's Dracula's Igor or something. Like he's his right hand man, and this is like a guy the whole time. He doesn't do anything. Like, <laughs> he just sits there. Maddened. It's not. It doesn't seem strategic. Yeah, Renfield never. He wants to serve Dracula, but he is never given the opportunity. Dracula seems to not care what he does. Yeah. And 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 that there's the scene where he shows up as as the mist, and he's like, "You have betrayed me," and he's like, "No, I haven't." Yeah, and that's the end of the scene. Time. <laughs> like I, I I I think as much as this is a a good horror film, there's just there's some odd choices it's made really, in this film, and it's I like really delightful though. Yeah, and, but like it's one of those things like. As good as this is, this is also kind of a train wreck. Like it, it's 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 good, but it's also not good in certain ways. I too. think it is what you said earlier. It's just over the top. Yeah, but it like, just it's, makes a lot. I don't know if it makes any bad choices. It just makes a lot of weird choices. Well, it's 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 what like two hour, two and a half. Yeah, no, it's, it's like two oh seven. And it's, it, it's not as long as you think it is. I also went in thinking this is like a three-hour movie, and it's two hours, seven minutes. To me, I felt like it could have chopped out at least half an hour of the film, and I feel like it would have been a much tighter film, like much more cohesive. Because, again, as much as I I, I love t- t- Tom Waits's character... He doesn't do a thing. You can they chop cutting, it out entirely. They keep cutting back to him, and he is the same. <laughs> and he's just like, "No, Dracula, no." <laughs> <laughs> That's it. I must bring him lives. Um, which, with like, yeah, like you, you can cut that entire thing out of the film, and it wouldn't change it. Yeah, at like all. you really miss nothing if you cut Renfield. <laughs> yeah. And and then I, I I think the like the weird introduction of Keanu Reeves as the in character I feel like not cutting it but like re-editing it to almost have him be less of a character like 
sorry, Keanu, but you, like, ultimately, you almost didn't need to be in the film. Like, I, like, your character needed to be there, but not to the extent that hmm. you were there, right? So, like, there's, there, there has to be some way where you can, like, rejigger that and make it work a little bit better or something. Who knows? This is based on a novel that is from before I think we really cracked narrative structure. Sure. Like, or at least yeah. it's from a time when structure was not what we are, are as used like to neat. now, right? Yeah, yeah. We are used to things being very neat and very tight, and there's nothing in there that doesn't need to be there. Yeah. And this is based on an old novel where you were free to meander as much as you wanted. Which I, I, I actually don't mind that. Like, as as a story, I, I don't know how you felt, but I, I felt this would have worked fantastically as a tv show like if they yeah. make it now this would be amazing as a mm -hmm. tv show um and it, because we, we we do have the shifting narratives in the sense like all right we're gonna follow jonathan harker for mm -hmm. the first couple stuff okay now we're gonna switch to mina and we're gonna mm -hmm. follow her now we're gonna switch to dracula and van helsing yeah, and follow and you feel like, like every character like i could probably could watch an entire episode on each of those three suitors like each of yeah. them feels like there's enough there that they could carry like a full 45 minutes of story on their own yeah like i i almost could see it from the perspective of like we don't really see dracula and jonathan like if if we take out that section and we stay with mina and the suitors like there's there's an interesting story to be told right there where mm -hmm. all of a sudden these weird things just start happening these mm -hmm. demonic things and they have no idea how to explain it and Jonathan, the 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 one that Mina is in love with, has almost disappeared. He's not acting like himself in the letters. That, like, there's just this like weird sense of the unknown that I I don't think this film really does a good job with. If if that makes mm -hmm. sense, because we 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 do have we we do know who Dracula is we do basically know what he's trying to do we know mm -hmm. that uh like we we know all of that stuff right where i i i think something that the walking dead really nails about the philosophy behind it the walking dead isn't super scary but uh -huh. the 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 kind of underlying philosophy at least in the comics is that hey we're never going to tell you what happened or how yeah. it started it just happened mm -hmm. and so like I, I i think this would be horrifying if if it like we don't get to see dracula really maybe later on but just this idea that we stick in london and then just all of these demonic things just slowly yeah like happening. we see what happens to lucy <gasps> way before we even know dracula is a guy yeah that 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 would be really scary i would like that a lot mm -hmm. yeah i i'd be down for a, a deep detailed television like a tv miniseries of dracula yeah like HBO, i don't know if this is hire me yeah i like, have a pitch 
I know we have the limited series now, but there's something about a mini series. Sure, yeah. That just, I feel like this would be suited for. Yeah, just do like, hey, here's twelve episodes, and that's H- it. HBO is good because I, I like all the sexual stuff in this movie, and I want that. Mm-hmm. It, pun not intended but acknowledged fleshed out a little bit more because <laughs> like you look at mina at the beginning and like she's looking through a copy of arabian nights that seems like it's supposed to be a copy of the kama sutra because i don't know if the arabian nights just has like sexual diagrams in it <laughs> illustrated right <laughs> i don't know what that's about but like she's looking at these pictures and she's so like that's what they did in the, on the, those nights <laughs> She's like, a man and a woman can't really do that. Uh, oh, That's I wouldn't a dream. Weird scene to, to me too, because she is so like, you you do see her at like at at the start, see her as this like, ah, uh, how unholy, how unpure. And then oh. two seconds after that, she's just like, I mean, yeah, it's really hot, right? <laughs> like, <laughs> <laughs> see, she says she's only ever kissed Jonathan, and this is what we see. We see them at the beginning kissing each other, sure. and there is, like, a hunger in her kiss. Yeah. Like, this is all she is permitted to do. She's going to do it to her fullest ability. Full strength kissing. <laughs> Full make They engage in. <laughs> and so it's this era where she's got such hunger and such desire and, like, nothing to do with it. And also, like, she's not... Pr- embracing that hunger and desire lucy does mina doesn't like she knows it's there but she keeps it very reined in and she looks at the book and she's like a little scandalized by it and then dracula comes in and just lays all the lays all the game down (laughs) on her and then she's just and then it just turns into writhing and lavishing and ravaging and all of that yeah like there's and i I would have been intrigued to see her like look back at the end of the movie, look back at her earlier self. Like, what do you think about that now? Do you regret just, you know, licking a bunch of blood off this man's bare chest? How do you feel about (laughs) that now? Just like more to the sexual journeys of these women. I would love to see that. That would be, that would be a fascinating thing to see too. Yeah. Just like the dichotomy of the vampire of like, is a vampire a tempter or is a vampire just like an unlocker of something that was already there? Is he causing a problem or is he just the instrument to which these women are like, all right, here we go. No more barriers. It's going to bone that vampire. Is, is, especially since there was so much religious symbols mm-hmm. at the start of of this film, right? and And then or at least that's how the mythology of vampires kind of gets started, right? Um, and 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 then, yeah, we go to Ingaland, which is typically a very religious, like, you know, like, hey, our king or our queen is ordained by God and stuff like that. And it, like, there is this idea of, yeah, she is a Christian woman, and mm-hmm. she is not going to look at these... She's a schoolmistress. Like, yeah, she's very She's proper. not going to look at these these scandalous, illuminated manuscripts of men and women having mm-hmm. sex. And, and But then, yeah, there's, like, in, in, in that scene, the weird thing to me is it, it's like a light switch. As soon as yeah. Lucy and 
enters the 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 scene it's not the disgust it's intrigue like yeah can we really do this have you done this what's it like right and yeah and, and and then yeah by the end of the film it's like it's really kinky and mm-hmm. having her like look look back on 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 that and see if if that really goes against what she believes or what she wants or who knows what right Which, yeah like, how how does how, how has this changed you as a person or was this always there was it is this something you really enjoy or is this just because dracula knows how to spit some game Mm-hmm. That with Jonathan and me, and I want both of them to look back on these vampiric sexual awakenings. What did that do to you? How do you feel now? How would you engage with another human at this point? Yeah, right. Like, ugh, you're so vanilla. Exactly. <laughs> if your first experience is with a vampire, then where do you go from there? <laughs> right. He's he's like, you should bite, bite, bite me. And she's like, wait, what? it's like okay got it i'm familiar with this um yeah i i i i i feel like one day we will get something like this i i Mm -hmm. i think this is a good story to to still mine stuff out of yeah i never get tired of dracula yeah uh any final things to say on this film oh i just want to talk about real briefly that that final action scene where they're like running in the snow to dracula's castle and he's trying to get there before sunrise Mm -hmm. that's a gorgeous scene when this movie does action actually does action really well and just the sun's coming up and everything is bathed with like orange light Mm -hmm. and the snow's falling and the horses are thundering oh just a gorgeous scene yeah beginning to end top to bottom what a pretty movie what a pretty pretty movie absolutely i agree that was one of the scenes that i thought of when i was like it just it looks like whether it's on green screen or as you mentioned it's these paintings like Mm -hmm. it just because of what it was filmed like it was actually filmed on film right it's not a Mm -hmm. digital thing it has a certain quality to it that digital you know films don't have and it just looks there's something special Mm -hmm. look so uh i think that's all i have to say on this melissa what would you recommend if people liked this um uh, what else should they check out uh if you want something just gothic and pretty there's Guillermo del toro's crimson peak if you want to see Gary Oldman have a weird haircut, you can watch The Fifth Element. Yeah. <laughs> uh, for good vampire stories. Um, no, I read a lot of vampire books. There's the Anita Blake Vampire Hunter novels, which are set here in St. Louis. Okay. This is why I started reading them in the first place. It really takes our local mythology as like, a riverboat town is like a big river, you know, on the river port city gateway to the West place in history. Sure. And how, if we were a place for pioneers and travelers, we would also be a place for vampires. Sure. Like this is a place where vampires were able to get a foothold in this big port city. 
And so it's just about this woman hunting vampires here in St. Louis. I read a couple of those novels in like high school. This is one of those series that has like 20 something books in it. She just keeps writing them. It starts out with a hint of romance and I think they are just full blown erotica now. There you go. (laughs) There's those. That is some neat vampire mythology (laughs) in it. The super corny ones I was talking about earlier. That's the Arjunot family vampire romance series. There's no horror to those. There is no threat or anything kind of demonic or spooky about the vampires. The fact that they like drink blood is like so softened because they're always just popping a straw into a blood bag like a Capri Sun. Because you know they're modern people; they've they've learned to live and adjust to it. Exactly. <laughs> like the vampires, just there is like a backdrop. Like you think he's hot now. Wait till you find out he's a vampire. Sexier, right? Yeah. Like it's all of like the alluring parts of the vampire and none of the scary parts of the vampire. Okay. Good stuff. Mm-hmm. I would recommend a bunch of the classic horror films. Go watch Bella Lugosi as Dracula. Yeah, Christopher really Lee. Old films as 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 well. So they're uh, maybe not the most modern, right? In in mm-hmm. in, in terms again in terms of narrative structure, but he is such a horror icon <laughs> that you you have to see 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 him and that is his, like his iconic performance like you need to go see him as as Dracula mm-hmm. um, and i think this movie especially when we see Jonathan Harker in Dracula's castle like makes a lot of callbacks to those helms mm. there so go check that out i also wanted to recommend a couple things from Alan Moore Ah, um, in his comics, I already mentioned uh, from <laughs> Hell, uh, which is not about vampires, but is about Jack the Ripper. But it is this like dirty, grimy England. Yeah. There's there's stuff happening. There's weird things happening. There's cults. There's this murderer on the loose. It is graphic and gory and uh, yeah. Uh, I would highly recommend that. Um, I think they eventually t- turned it into a movie with uh, fuck, what's his name? Is that a Johnny Depp one? That 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 what his name is? That one? Yeah. Um, and I vaguely I, remember this. I, I I couldn't remember his name, and I was gonna be like Captain Jack Sparrow with him. <laughs> He's in it. <laughs> yes. Um, I, I don't remember the movie being all that good. I should go back and read the comic, though, because I, I read that when I was, like, first starting to get into comics and stuff, and I really liked it, but it was a lot to take mm-hmm. in. Uh, I think also uh, from Alan Moore, League of Extraordinary Gentlemen. Yeah, that's a good skip one. skip the movie. The movie is very different from the comics, but it, it's the same idea of like, let's get a bunch of these literary characters together and they'll they'll go on these adventures and stuff like that. But yeah, you you do see characters like Dorian Gray or Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde and, and stuff like that. It oh. has a lot of uh, that, the, the same type of horror that, that we see in this. 
you know what else is a fun romp? The the Hugh Jackman Van Helsing movie. I yeah, I thought of that. I Yes. <laughs> it's it's one of those like action films that my dad really loves just cuz it's it it's 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 pure action. There's like the plot's not all that great. The acting's no, not all that no. great. It's just action and it's and it's gory and it's it's just it's fun it's fun so yeah that is a good one to recommend uh let's get on to pitching what we will do for this next week week two of spooky month what spooky stuff do you have for me doing it uh so pitch number one i am continuing the vampire stuff here Pitch number one is American Vampire, Volumes 1 and 2. This is a comic book written by Scott Snyder with art by Raphael Albuquerque mm-hmm. and co-created by Stephen King. Ah, hmm. Uh, let's see. Dun, dun, dun. It's published by DC Comics under Vertigo, uh, blah, blah, blah. The series imagines vampires as a population made up of many different a secret species and charts moments of vampire evolution and interspecies conflict throughout history. The Mm. focus of the series is a new American bloodline of vampires born in the American West in the late 19th century. The first of this new species is a notorious outlaw named Skinner Sweet who wakes who wakes from death after being infected to find he has become a new kind of vampire something stronger and faster than what came before impervious to sunlight with a new set of strengths and weaknesses i i won't continue all of that so this is like wow so he's a day walker and he's also a cowboy yeah um so yeah, just this idea of that, like you, like you mentioned, there is so much vampire mythology out there. Some take certain parts, some mm-hmm. leave certain parts. What if there were different species of them? What if that, like the ones that could t- t- turn into the green mist, right? Yeah, that we saw in in this film. Like there's there's that mist. species, the ones that look more like. Bats and can turn into bats. Who knows? I've I've not read this this book, but this is uh, generally considered a very very good comic. Mm. Um, I I know people like it a lot. I know Skinner Sweet is uh, people really like him as a like villain and and, huh. and stuff like that. So. Um, I would be interested in checking out volumes one and two, and both of the, 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 those uh, are on Comixology Unlimited. Nice. Also from Comixology Unlimited, a graphic novel I've heard of, and I think I heard a podcast about it uh, from Out of the Fridge. They they covered this book a long time ago. I don't remember what it's about. Uh, so I, 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 <laughs> well, it's I your rem- job to tell me. Well, it, sure. I'm about to read, like, I, I know what it's about now, but like, I know I've heard them spoil it all, but I, like, uh-huh. I don't remember a thing is, okay. is more so that, so Delphine, um, 
written mm-hmm. and drawn by Richard Sala, is about a mysterious traveler. It, it says, a mysterious traveler gets off the train in a small v- village surrounded by a thick, sinister forest. He is searching for Delphine, who vanished with only a scrawled-out address on a scrap of paper as a trace. Richard Sala takes the tale of Snow White and stands it on its head. Mm. I, I, I will stop there. So it, is, it is a kind of horror retelling of uh, Snow White in the perspective of Prince Charming. Mm-hmm. Him going to find what happened to Snow White. Okay. That could be interesting. It is a graphic novel. It is all, it's just one volume. Uh, and that is also on Comixology Unlimited. We can, we can read. Mm-hmm. Pitch number three, I went with a foreign horror film. Uh-huh. Uh, this time in the zombie genre mm-hmm. called Train to Busan. Okay. Have you heard of this? Film. I I feel like I've heard the title before. I I remember when this came out, it uh it became really popular, and I remember this being really good. Um, mm. or, 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 or people saying like this is actually a really really good film. Uh, let's see. According to Wikipedia, the film mostly takes place on a train to Busan as the zombie a. Apocalypse suddenly breaks out in the country and compromises the safety of the passengers. So it's it's not only a zombie apocalypse film, but it takes place on a train. Uh, so cue the Samuel L. J. 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 Jackson. <laughs> I'm tired of these goddamn zombies on this goddamn t- 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 train. Which is the the same thing. Like it's all in this contained mm. location that is constantly moving, and they're stuck in this train, right? Uh, so I think that is pretty horrifying. Uh, it's it stars um, the the only actor that I I know um, is Madong Sok. I believe is how you say his 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 name. Um, he recently got cast in Marvel's Eternals. Mm. Uh, and he is also in uh, a Netflix show that I really like, uh, Bad Guys Vile City. So he's he's a good actor. I like him a lot. Uh, but nice. yeah, um, those are my pitches. Pitch one, two, and three. Pitch number one is American Vampire Volumes 1 and 2. Pitch number two is Delphine... And pitch number three is Train to Busan. Uh, I'm going to tre- keep keep the vampire ball rolling. I want to read American Vampire. I want to read about this undead tombstone kind of story. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I'll be your huckleberry. Um, <laughs> Two fangs here. One yeah, for sweet. each of you. I, I am excited to read this because... This is one I I have not read that I'm, mm-hmm. like this is when if someone is getting into comics and they are like, hey, I kind of like horror stuff. What should I read? This is always one that's like you need to read American Vampire. So 
I'm excited to check mm-hmm. it out. Uh, that is what we will be doing for next week. Uh, let's see. Go like, share, subscribe, all the stuff on the social media. You guys know what to do. Uh, Melissa, where can they find you on the interwebs? You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at WilkyWit. That's W-I-L-K-Y-W-I-T. And I am at Yo Kyle Springer on Twitter and Instagram. We are at The Whatnots on Twitter if you guys want to keep up to date uh, with any of our shows. Uh, and I'm not going to say anything specific, but we do have something coming up that I'm really excited for. So be on the lookout mm. for that. More news will come soon. Um yeah i guess that being said we will get out of here next week american vampire volumes one and two this has been the review show episode 77 we will see you guys next time bye bye